Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Brian Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hi. And this is State of Atlanta. That was pretty good. Too bad. I actually remembered to get my beer out this time. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back, guys. Hey. You guys have a good week? Sure. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize about the sound quality with the kid in the background. Hey, it happens. <laughs> her bed, her bedroom is right behind the wall behind me. So, ah. An excellent place for your studio. Then, way to go there, big guy. Excellent. She's well. I, some of us don't have basements. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's usually actually really good. She was telling me about how she needed to be quiet for this, and I agreed. And then she has refused to do so. Weird how kids' logic works, right? Yeah. <laughs> so did you guys get out, do anything? Are we uh, getting to the end of this whole lockdown stuff? Uh, well, I think I told you guys Hot Dog Pete's is open, so that's been a thing. Uh, I haven't been back yet. And then, um, you know, a couple of – I know we're not going to delve into it or anything, but there was damage done to the businesses in, in Summerhill. Yeah, very – Very unfortunate when they're are – they, are they closed? Are they back open again? Nah, they just they they put wood panels up over everything, but I, it sounds like all the businesses on the street got got affected. That's unfortunate. Well, go show your support to the places and uh, go buy some food and drinks and all that kind of fun stuff from them. Yeah, yep. yeah, they they've st- they've still been open. We did ice cream this week. Well, they got um, they got to pay that so. deductible now, so give, give them some money so they can pay that deductible. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all doing pretty well. The lines have been, uh, you know, pretty pretty decent when I go by at, like, the prime hours. And, uh, you know, I just don't do that for myself. <laughs> How is uh, Big Softy? The Instagram stuff they post looks really tasty. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. The chocolate tastes a little funny, but I think if you want to be, like, really good, you have to taste a little different. Otherwise, people are going to, you know, it's just going to be the same old, same old. It's the fun. Right. You got to have that yeah. little funkiness to it make it a little got a little funk to it that's right yeah but i like vanilla with the hard shell chocolate on it so like vanilla yeah i'm a a vanilla guy vanilla that's like a base (laughs) exactly i put the hard shell chocolate all right let's go they've got um ice cream sandwiches right now though but i haven't tried it yet it's for their 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 birthday they're they've been up for a a year wow they've been Operating longer than we have. Look at that. Look at them go. <laughs> it just feels weird. Yeah, but how many podcast episodes do they have? Yeah, exactly. That's the measuring stick right there. Not sales, podcasts. Yeah, so uh, you get out of all time. You do anything this week? Um, we did another socially distanced dinner down in uh, Grant Park um, Saturday evening before we had to leave for obvious reasons. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it got rather rambunctious right in front of their house. So, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, when we actually, when we drove, um, they're on Ormond Street, just by the Zone Three precinct. So we're gonna oh, yeah. address, uh, street number, everything. No, could, uh, no, but when we were driving up, others made um, name, social security number, all that kind of stuff. When we were driving up Cherokee. We did come upon all the protesters blocking our path, but it didn't block it because we could still get to Ormond Street. So we were fine, but then over the course of dinner, obviously, you know, things escalated and we had to actually leave. Yeah, it didn't get it didn't get very terrible though. Uh, I was watching like live streams of that because it's so close to my house, and it you know they right. blocked a bunch. Of, the streets got blocked by a lot by the cops, 
Right. Uh, but it, it seemed like everyone just sort of, there was no like confrontation. Like everybody was trying to build it up to. Yeah. We, didn't, we just didn't want to get stuck. Yeah. Sorry. We're not going to talk about this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was the excitement of the weekend. Well, yeah. there's more excitement like that, but I'll skip it. Of course, the only reason why I asked what you guys got into is to talk about what I did. So, uh, oh, but nobody cares. Nobody asked you, David. Exactly. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. No, so I have a, a buddy of mine who ended up buying a, a place nearby, and I keep on telling him to check out the, yeah, that Mexican restaurant. I always talk about El Tesoro. And so he's like, all right, I'm doing lunch at El Tesoro on Saturday. My wife's still not comfortable with us getting out and going out, which is understandable. That's fine. No problem with that. But I'm like, what if I go have a drink with him and I pick up to-go food and come back? And um, she's like, actually, yeah, that's fine. Go there. You can hang out, you know, for a little, about, a little bit. So three hours later, she's calling me like, what the hell is going on? Why would you come back? It was my first time out socializing at a bar or anything. We were outside the entire time. It was, there was no. I mean, quit making excuses. She knows what she's signed up for. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, like she knew exactly what I was going to be getting into. And I walked out of that house. And I walked there. I didn't even drive. She's like, why aren't you driving? That's right. I've never walked there before. I'll go, go pick up our t- takeout food and I still drive the car. But like, yeah, no, I knew I wasn't going to be coming back sober at all. And I didn't. So, um, yeah, I haven't learned. So you I've, had a successful outing. Well, I'm not sure my lesson as far as it comes to uh, being giving uh, a little bit of uh, an inch on the leash at all. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, did she say just? Did she say just one drink, or did she qualify? I don't remember if I said one drink or one beer, but either way, I violated that deal. So <laughs> profusely. <laughs> Three hours later, it's a lot of beers. I only paid for one drink. So. Oh, well, oh shoot. the count it. One drink. <laughs> Thankfully, she's not listening to the podcast anymore since we're stuck at home. She doesn't uh, have time in the car, so the chances of her listening to this are very slim. Though the fact that this is the one that I say that will be the one that she does listen to because that's right. the way marriage works. Well, and I told you last week, like, Laurie was all of a sudden just, like, randomly listening to the podcast. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That's not part of the deal. That, well, yeah, yeah, she turned it, tuned in to listen. Not Laurie. My wife turned in uh, last week and listened live while we were on Facebook. But uh, I don't know that. I don't know if that happened this week. Anyhow, uh, so I have bemoaned on social media that uh, the day after we record these things is when big news comes out. That's when, like, the tech announcement on both football and basketball, like on a Wednesday or a Thursday and everything else has happened. They get the cancellation of the season, all that kind of stuff with the basketball stuff uh, and whatsoever, Ryan and whatsoever, whatsoever at all. Yes. Uh, but today we got a, a blessing. The, the Wolverine gods do not know that Georgia state news has not come out on Tuesdays. <laughs> so yeah. So it got announced that Georgia state basketball is opening up against Michigan in Ann Arbor on November 10th. That's awesome. It's a good, good solid. Uh, it's a good game. Yeah, I like that. Be- especially because they're a big name uh, program and they were absolute crap last year. So this is a good upset alert. Yeah. I mean, they're on my bucket list for football for sure. I, I really want to go see uh, a football game in the big house. I really want to see Georgia State play in the big house. Right. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, I get it. I get why we're excited about basketball, but like, I want football. So but it's like, know- it's like a tease to me. Well, you know, I was looking at it as far as going up there. I, I checked the flight. You can get Spirit flight for like a hundred bucks round trip that day on November tenth. It's like a fifty dollar hotel room in uh, Ann Arbor. All you really need to get is a away from Detroit 
to Ann Arbor, 45-minute drive, so either a rental mm-hmm. car or I don't know if they have other ways of getting there, buses or shuttles or whatever. That could be a cheap, fun basketball trip, though. So what you're saying is you've already researched all of this and you have all the options laid out. <laughs> yeah. Laid you, out. Have, um, there's a, you just enter in, you know, coupon code uh, State of Atlanta exactly. 10, and then you get the deal. It all comes together in your checkout. Yeah, it, it may say coupon code invalid, but go ahead and try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I was looking at the record. Now, they are predicted to be a six seed in the tournament this year. But that's probably just because of going <laughs> history they were 10 and 10 in the conference last year and 19 and 12 overall which i mean yeah, that's not terrible I mean, not, I mean it's respectable in their conference that's, that's ninth in the big 10 that's ninth place in the big oh. 10 so yes. i don't know I, I think that uh there was at least i haven't checked back twitter once the thing came out but there were already a couple people on there saying this is a an upset alert uh for the beginning of the season which i'll take that and yeah. so like as not a basketball fan. Twenty wins is like what you're looking for, right? Like it's a measuring kind of, stick. Yeah, absolutely, it's a measuring stick. Yeah, like over twenty is kind of like you know considered not a bad season. So nineteen don't count it, right? That's a bad season. I think what we are what, didn't we get nineteen or we were eighteen this past season? We were right here the bus of it. We need we need tournament wins or not, we need conference championship wins to get us over twenty. I don't think we right. got. It. But, uh, we didn't we'll get to talk about that. Well, good thing they canceled the whole conference championship and not a single game was played. Yeah, none to count at least. Well, one thing that I'm curious about with the announcement was the actually it was was it uh, John R- R- Rothstein that tweeted it says uh, Michigan will open the 2021 basketball season on November 10th in Ann Arbor against Florida State. So does that mean they will open their basketball season, or is this going to be the very first game of college basketball? It's going to be Michigan Georgia State. Hmm. I'm, I'm probably going to have to go with just Michigan's first game. That, but I think are, either way, this is going to, it's a Tuesday night. This will be an ESPN game. There'll be no other competition going on. I mean, other than other college basketball, the football, uh, assuming it's played, is not playing on Tuesdays. Not even the fun belt does that dumb stuff. Dumb stuff. So what you're really saying is we should go. Man, you can, if you can get in and out of Ann Arbor, like, not including food and drinks and ticket. For like two hundred bucks, why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, but you gotta you gotta enjoy that beer, right? Well, I mean, we'll still buy food and drinks. I'm just saying. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but you you'll buy the food and drinks anyway, whether you're there or here or whatever. So, but like college frat house, this whole thing. Everybody buys their hundred dollar Spirit airline ticket. Uh, no bags. You don't need a bag for a night. Uh, get a shuttle or rent a car or whatever it is to get from Detroit to Ann Arbor pile a bunch of people up in a hotel room for the night and just go out and hit the college town. It's like a fun time for a bunch of, uh, 30, 40 year old guys. <laughs> well, my, uh, my, my grandpa got his yeah. undergrad at Michigan, so I could maybe convince him to just like come up there with me. There you go. Yeah. Then free trip. Well, so it is also, I, I did say it's on a Tuesday night, which is when we, when we record these things. So it'd be interesting to, uh, record from <laughs> Ann Arbor afterwards, or yeah. maybe we record in the airport the following morning. <laughs> the, we, I, like, yeah, I like that. At the airport bar the following morning, <laughs> everything get it posted up there so that when we land back in Atlanta, we can find out how bad of a show we actually put together. Well, now I have to bring a bag because you want me to bring podcasting equipment, you know, which is right. just here and uh, 
speaker. Oh man, we're we're close. All we need is one computer. We can all cuddle together, get up tight together. Oh, it'll be like old times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Snuggling in the basement. Man, that's a long time ago. It has been. It's like three months or something. So, yeah. Oh, John had a good idea here. Get press passes. <laughs> they know. Sounds like stats and work and stuff. Which one of? No, 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 no. Tell them that that's not what it's all about. We're just going to talk about the game, and all of our tens of fans are going to listen to this. We're here to promote Georgia State athletics and give us press passes. Thank you. I feel like if we got a single press pass, uh, John, great idea by the way. If we got a single press pass between the three of us when that game is over, whether we win or lose, it'd be like drawing short stick to see which one of us actually goes to the press uh, conference afterwards. Because like. like, (laughs) I just want to go to the college bars and get lit tonight. I don't want to deal with this. I don't. I don't want to do work. If I go, I don't have to ask any questions, do I? You uh, <laughs> went to Detroit fifty in the morning. I've been drinking all day long. I don't want to go in there and ask questions. Should I bring my my blue snowball mic, my desktop mic, and yes. wave it up in the air? Like not plugged into anything, just wave it up. Well, we could just get like a an, an SOA like uh, microphone made and just like walk up to people and start asking them random questions all over coach, the place. Coach, coach, coach. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of something clever. It didn't happen. Yeah, you didn't come. <laughs> up, you did not come up. With <laughs> oh, I'm just not very quick witted. <laughs> you can ask them. There are two teams in the state of Georgia that share the initials GSU. Who are they? Let's see if they can figure it out. Oh, Who are you playing tonight, Georgia Southern? Make, Georgia why State. Any, why would I make that about them? Literally, I want to kick you off this thing right now. Like, you're done. Oh. Done. Fired. I, I did have Chipotle tonight. Maybe oh, we- my God. What? Why would you even say that? <laughs> I think we need to look at – so, you know, Ryan, we both have kids, and there's there's timeout when kids are acting up. I feel like maybe we should put, institute, like, a, a timeout ban. Like you know, Yeah, I don't know if you can – can you do that? Can you, like, uh, hide him? <laughs> I can mute. I can mute you guys for a, a period of time and just like say, "All right, are, have you learned your lesson? Are you ready to come back and have a conversation here? Are you going to be a child and talk about Chipotle?" And <laughs> now, John also yeah. did say, "I'd pay money to see one of you ask Rob Lanier and Juwan Howard questions." So um, I, I assume that's not me because again, I'm not quick witted, but a very drunk David Brown would be hilarious. I have no. I go through a basketball game and I. I struggle to remember the winning score. Like I'll, I'll, oh, I know every one or a loss or like, Oh yeah. And no, I was, that one, that one was like, you know, 85 to like seven, 60, 70. I don't know. We won by like two or 12 or something like, dude, I've was. hung out with you before, after and during basketball games. And I think it would be <laughs> hilarious to have you asking questions at a press conference. <laughs> well, if we do this, it would be, whether it's in Ann Arbor or anywhere else, it would be the last time we're ever awarded a press pass. So, or maybe that's that's the away game thing. Like they don't know, like Georgia yeah. State, like Georgia State would say no probably immediately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too much of a risk, right? I mean, if we say away games, like oh yeah, that we uh, we do a you know a show, a podcast, we review it, talk about it. Don't listen to it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that um that would get shut down really, really. Maybe that's our thing. Our shtick is like find out getting uh, recordings being escorted out of press conferences. <laughs> We could we could always show like even at Georgia State home games you could always just like show the denial of press pass right we can talk about it how we are always denied and laugh about it not be upset or anything just be like well duh like it's a good decision and then the one time they accept us we'll say GSU in it well that, that, that's about it that's what I was about to say he's like you know this would be you know 
them allowing us to actually be at the press conference is the worst decision they could make. So <laughs> they would actually make, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll look into it. Um, Tim, uh, it's on your to-do list. Uh, look into press pass for Ann Arbor. Yeah, got it. <laughs> uh, uh, Max or Mac? Which one have we got here? Max. Sorry. Max. All right. Welcome. Hey, Max. Uh, I'm going to toss this next one to you, Tim, although I'm not sure if you're aware of it. John posted on Panther Talk a little um, few hours ago that we will have some Georgia State Panthers in the basketball tournament. Oh, they're joining another team. Yeah, it looks like Isaiah Williams and Leron Smith are playing for uh, War Tampa. Nice. I like it. I mean, I guess go War Tampa. Where are they playing? Within the Jackson? And you're supposed to know this. Too many words. Never mind. I looked it up on their website, which is like 60% helpful. And all I got was they play, they're playing either July 4th or 5th. Uh, I don't know which region, city, bracket, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But yeah. So where, so where's, the, uh, where's the watch party? Where are you going to host it? Uh, on Zoom. We'll have it right here. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a live watch. I'm all in. Yeah, I don't know what's going to be going, uh, where we're going to be at this point. I do think that my kids will probably be in daycare come July, so maybe uh, strings will be loosened a little bit and we can do a, a watch party or something. It's going to be on ESPN. This is, does this Mexican restaurant have TVs by chance? No, it's the indoor is like super tiny and the outdoor no TVs, but yeah. Uh, is it TBT? Is that what you guys are talking about? Sorry, I missed that first. Yeah, yeah we're talking about that. Oh, cool. <laughs> yes, yes, that. So, uh, but yeah, that's kind of cool. I have a few players in there. Um, I'll definitely pay attention to it now. I've got a reason to pull for it. And uh, Tim, aren't you a Tampa native? I'm a South Florida native, and Florida is one thing. So, sure, I'm Tampa. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Florida is all one thing. Although, when except it? for North Florida. Yeah, mm. I'll, I'll the, the panhandle is its own thing, and that's mm. not a good thing. It's Correct. Uh, I'm going to be in Orlando in July. Where, where is it? Uh, when is it? July 4th or 5th. I'm not sure. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, I could totally do that and then go where I'm going. Orlando and Tampa aren't that close. No, they are. They're like, no, they're like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, I think I'm thinking of Orlando and Jacksonville, which is a few more hours apart. So they're the same. Di- like if you were driving to Orlando or Tampa, it would be the same distance from here. But one of them is on the East Coast and one of them is on the West Coast. Gotcha. Yeah. And a lot of times you can actually fly into Tampa and rent a car and go up to Orlando. It's cheaper by far. Uh, so I'm going to take a small break here to let you guys know that I uh, did not prioritize well this week. Okay. And- I'm having to dip into Ryan's stat. Whoa. I'm going to be on the PBR train for the rest of the evening. All right. Nice. Welcome. You literally have no beer left. Welcome, good sir, to the dark side. It's been sitting in my cooler for the entire show, and it just floats on me right now when I go to start opening and drinking it. You literally have no beer? White with a tinge of red. Oops. I've got a I got a couple of uh, terrapins upstairs, but I didn't want to uh, waste those. Yeah, but that's here. So, yeah, I mean, the whole idea of this of this thing was to be drunk guys drinking at a bar, and you know, when I do go to a bar and they have like those two dollar or two fifty PBR tall tall boys, I still get them just because I'm cheap and want to drink, you know, cheap beer. That's right. 
my thing. But. I mean, that's probably where it started for me was college in Atlanta, where like the cheap beer everywhere is PBR, and so I just got a taste for it. It's not bad. It's been a while since I've had this, but it's not bad. It's just Drink a beer. That's not, not something I'm gonna you know go out of my way and buy in a store. Mm. I buy a lot of it. I'm good with that. Sure you do. Sure you do. So uh, on to football. Uh, so a couple. Finally. So a couple of schools, Texas, the governor of Texas came out and told there had a conference call with all of the AD, the FBS ADs and told them, uh, could not expect to have more than 50% capacity at their stadiums this year. Wait, who are they to be able to tell that to people? Like what, what governor, governor runs the state, the states, the schools told their schools, not yes. all the FBS schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, I was confused. My bad. I should have known. So, but it's twelve ADs. There's twelve FBS programs in Texas. And I know Texas is big, and I know Texas is a huge football thing. And like their high schools are bigger than most like G five programs. Well, I think there's three or four systems too. So, like we have the University System of Georgia, where all of our public universities are part of that. They have like three or four of those of University yeah. System of whatever. I had no idea. Yeah. Can you name all 12 Texas FBS programs? Uh, SMU, TCU, BYU? No. Baylor, uh, Texas, San Antonio, uh, ooh, uh, Texas State. Yeah. We, <laughs> we got our school finally. Texas A&M. Well, that's not our school. It's our conference. Uh, our conference. UTEP. UTEP. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I. I feel like I did good. That was pretty good. I gotta <laughs> give you credit. There. I actually got ten when I first did it, and I forgot Houston. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't think that's I got twelve of them. I came up with Texas A and M, Rice. Oh, Rice. Yeah. Texas State, North Texas, UTEP, TCU, Baylor, and Houston, which I think is only maybe 11 schools. I may have missed, I, I guess I missed one. Yeah. You said North Texas in there and I'm still not hearing something I didn't say. That's fine. Nobody tunes in to know the Texas. San Antonio and I said UTSA. So I think that may be what you're. Roadrunner yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was irrelevant. I was just kind of like, I, I, I was like 12. Can I count all 12 of those? And I have no idea. So, eh. anyhow, uh, so, but apparently he had said 25% like the week before. So it is another week later, it goes up to 50%. So by the time the uh, season rolls around, they'll have like 150% capacity. Just pack the house. You're good. Exactly. You know, just wear masks, whatever guys. Well, then, then in to make it a little bit more appropriate to Georgia state is Arkansas state came out and gave their phase or their approach, this whole thing. And they're going 66% capacity. <laughs> okay. All right. So two-thirds. Yeah, so, so two-thirds, which um, I have no idea with exceeding capacity of Arkansas State. That's probably their normal, like, crowd. Right. Oh, but I'm like, but two-thirds, if they're two-thirds filled, it's probably still less than half-filled at, like, a Texas stadium, likely. I'm yeah, well, I've, I've, seen, I've seen games at, Ar- at Arkansas State, and, like, they, they – that's probably they will never reach sixty six percent capacity. Yeah, anyway. so just under thirty one thousand fans fit in there. Yeah, they're not going to hit sixty six percent anyway. Well, no, it's thirty thousand is their capacity. Is you're saying, Tim? Just under thirty one thousand. Yeah, thirty thousand. So they're saying twenty thousand in there. That's fine. Uh, 
but one of the things I thought was cool is a big question has been asked on all the message boards and everywhere about like, you know, these schools allowing fans in who gets in first and almost everywhere. Who, who, do, who do you think should be in first? Should it be season ticket holders? Be students? Should it be donors? Should it be season ticket holders, which are kind of the same thing? Yeah. Like who should be the first people that get into the, into the stadium? Ticket holders. Student ticket holders. Yeah. I, I agree with you guys. And maybe because we're both or all three of us are season ticket holders. But the internet all is like just like students. Like students have got to be the first people allowed back in there. And I'm like, all right, whatever on the other side. I don't care. But I feel like the people that are paying money. Fine. Two, two gates. One for students, one for donors. We're actively paying money for it. Like we chose to do so. Yeah. We're not getting an education out of this. We already got our education out of this, right? I mean, yeah, we paid for it. We paid it in on is like how bad our football team is. So the, the the problem that we end up having is we've seen what student turnout is and like I just cannot prioritize them because they have shown that they just generally do not care about the program and so why would we prioritize them? I, I don't I don't disagree, but I, I thought it was interesting. Arkansas State did say every single season ticket holder will have a seat in the stadium. Maybe not necessarily the seat they've had for the past twenty or thirty years, but they will have a seat in the stadium if you're a season ticket holder. I have consistently been social distance from anyone in my seat anyway over the years, so it's all good. Oh yeah, well, what, we've talked about it before. Georgia State's not an issue. We could have a hundred percent of the season ticket holders show up, and the max students to show up to a game, or the max average. Show up to, can you have max average? We need to have our, our stats department do number of season ticket holders and the number of sections and see how many people fit in each section to spread all of us out equally. Well, so what I was thinking is, if so let's put the band in those uh, under the uh, touchdown club or whatever it's called, university club, mm-hmm. with the band where it was built out for the movie. So the band still goes over there in that end zone area. That right field built section could be all students and then have the opposite side that um, – left field, third baseline side of all the club seats and everything have their sections and just kind of really <laughs> sit, so anyway, analysis, really uh, sit in your seats and you'd be fine, right? David doesn't even know he was gone. You were gone. I know. You were gone for like... <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't know it popped up and said your internet connection's unstable for a while, so... It was not unstable. It was... Uh, <laughs> it was gone. Well, I'm counting on the fact that this is being recorded oh, on my... he's gone. <laughs> Man, uh, he's really drinking tonight. <laughs> so, uh, so John Weaver said, I'd gladly get pushed out if too many students showed up. And uh, I, I, I think he's right. So maybe you do prioritize the students. But, like, the fact that you... Like, what I said means that if you prioritize the students and only, like, 10 of them show up as usual, then we all get our seats anyway. So who cares? I agree. And so while I was out of this, what I was trying to say was... This is being recorded on my computer, so if I get like connection goes south, I still get to talk. Which is, all this is really about is me talking, anyways. So uh, I my own thing. So y'all just get over it. But so we uh, should just whenever your internet goes out, we should shut up. Just be quiet. Just stare at the screen. You can keep that Facebook guys uh, going on. No, I agree with John though. Yeah, I would. I would love to get pushed out because there's that many students that want to go to a game. But it ain't gonna happen. Like, yeah. Like, if we even had like uh, that first game turnout, which is not gonna happen. Yeah, it'd be the first game in homecoming that I'd be worried about, like not being able to go to. But in homecoming, it should be like alumni, right? I mean, that's what the whole deal is. It's coming home. 
well, it's a team coming home from an away game, which I felt like homecoming was supposed to be like after like, you know, a two game stretch. Like, it's, oh man, we've gone two weeks without a, a game and no, but no, it's always like, like just one game and it's your, your cupcake team. Uh, ideally. But isn't it also when alumni come and visit the campus and like, like come home, like in that a thing, is that not a thing? Did I make that up? Uh, what, are, what are you asking? What, what question are you asking? There's like a whole thing where it's also like when alumni come back to campus and like visit and like that's a whole like you're supposed to travel in for homecoming because it's homecoming. I am not aware of alumni supposed to supposed to come to the homecoming game other than the homecoming game being a big game. And so you and it's supposed to be a guaranteed win. So that's why you come back. I mean, you could be you can make sense. You'd be right. I always thought it was about the team coming back from an away trip. John agrees with me, but I don't know if it's with that because I know there's lag. If John says so, it, if John says it's, it's true, then I believe him. He knows way he more. Said, about yeah, it. what Ryan said, but I don't know if it was about homecoming. Oh, wait, wait. Max is now saying it's a thing. So I think this is the discussion. Well, if if John and Max say it, then I'm going to believe it. But if going off of your word, Ryan, I take no credence in that That's one. Fine. That's fine. It means a lot to me that our um, adoring fans are agreeing with me. <laughs> so we could potentially just, if that many students show up to our first game, we could put all the season ticket holders in the club, socially distanced, and leave the students to have the entire lower bowl to themselves. What do you think? That was kind of what I was going with a little bit, but I was giving the – going by different sides of the field. Cause I feel like there's not going to be a lot of, I think throughout all of college football, we're not going to see a lot of away trip fans. Like no. there's not going to be a lot of people traveling for games, which stinks is this is when we have ECU coming to town and like they're known for being a good travel team. And we were excited about having a bunch of opposing fans in the stands. So that sucks. But one thing that I thought was interesting with Texas, when they were, their plan was they said that, um, they're not really going to expand with their how many fans are allowed in there until either a vaccine is available or there's a drastic drop in the number of cases. Mm. So, like, so do I need a doctor's note to go to a Texas game? Like, yep, got my vaccine. Like I'm good to go. Like, you know, well, how, they just said that there has to be a vaccine, right? So the, the fact that there is a vaccine, we're talking about Texas here. One of the more, right. Uh, socially conservative states or probably the most socially conservative state in the nation. And they're like, they're like you know, I'm not putting no needles in my body just because you said I need government, you know? So you're trying to track me. You're putting a computer in me. <laughs> you know, for, for the sake of college football, let's just say there's a vaccine now. Now, now, everybody, now everybody can go to a Texas football game. It's all good to go. There's yep. a vaccine now. The vaccine is to get it. This would be the best time to, to test the placebo effect and just like tell everybody there's a vaccine, and let everybody get a shot, and then be like, and it's just saline. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see <laughs> and everything just gets started again. Nobody ever bats an eyelash, and we're just go. Exactly. And, and, but also, charge 150 bucks for the vaccine, but the saline water needs to be charged a lot of money for it. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, what's next? That's terrible. What else is going on? Uh, you guys are living the same planet I do. You tell me what's going on. I don't know. You're the one that does show notes, man. All right, so here's what I got. Um, so if if we uh, allow only 50 or 60% capacity to our stadium, does that boost our attendance record? Like we say, oh, well, well, we were uh, 
we were sold out. It was a sold out game. <laughs> yeah, we only, uh, only admitted no. 5% of the stadium to come in there, but it's a sold out game. Nah, because we always say, uh, we always give like hard counts, you know? Right. Like we never say like, oh, we filled our stadium this percent and that's how, you know, that's the record. That's what I'm saying though. Like, so if it says like, you know, I don't know, what is our capacity? 25,000, 27,000, whatever. It changes. 28,000 or something. 28,000. So like, all right, we, so we cut that in half and we say only, you know, you know, 50% can come in and then all those numbers actually come in. That's a sellout game, right? So we can start doing sellouts. With an asterisk, sure. And I'm wrong. It's twenty-four three three three. I thought it was higher than that. I thought it was like I thought it was like twenty-five twenty-eight, but yeah. Twenty-four three three three. That's a really odd number. No, but but that's for the that's for the bottom. So once they start opening the top, right? Then it's like in the thirties, thirty-five, something like that. Thirty-three. Well, no. If they give us, if John, they give us, keep us honest. If they give us those extra, the, the, they double our tickets. It will be a sellout crowd for all these games. <laughs> so if every season ticket holder gets twice as many tickets, you cut your number of people allowed in in half. It's a sellout, right? So John says we've sold out games every year in GSU Stadium. If, is that counting like all the tickets sold across the entire season and combining it into one game? I don't know. Uh, nope. And he also says twenty-five k even. I trust him complicitly. Like he's that's him. Twenty-five k. You're I mean, all crap. I'm gonna trust right. him more than I trust him, but I'm gonna trust John way more than I trust Ryan. Um, well, you guys should make tr- up as you go. Like our intern. I'm gonna trust Google. Google twenty four twenty four three three three. You gotta trust Google. <laughs> also, if we only allow fifty percent of the people in there, does that mean that the lines to concessions won't actually suck this time? No, because they'll no, have no. half the concessions. That's what they'll do. They'll say, like, I know like what to do here. A fourth of concessions, not half. That would they'll be too generous. All of them. They'll close all of them on the club level and say everyone has to just walk downstairs. This is why I think we should – I'm going to go back to my idea I put out there a few weeks ago or last week, whatever it was. I drink a lot and kill those brain cells. We need to allow people to bring in their own cooler of food and drinks, including booze. Yeah. Sure. I, I athletics listens to this, right? I mean, we have somebody in athletics listening right now. I think I am sure there's some like stupid Georgia alcohol law about this where you can't do it, but find a way to make it happen. Make it make it be like and it's it's an extension of the tailgate where you can actually come out from your tailgate and it's in, into the stadium. It's the same venue, and I don't know what it is. Allow us bring our own stuff, and those that run out, we'll just so we can just bring in like. We can just bring in like a case of beer, then, right? Exactly. That's our cooler. <laughs> well, if it, it can't be Georgia law because we did it for the suite and it was totally legit. Like that was part of the rules. It was fine. You couldn't bring it in on game day. You can only bring it in other times, and it, it's because. So do they want me to come in the day before and leave a twelve pack at my at my seat? I mean, <laughs> I'll do it. Styrofoam cooler full of booze and ice, like right there at your feet, all the seats. That is a brilliant <laughs> idea. Yes, that's what I want. I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, It'll survive. It'll survive a day's worth of heat, right? You throw, you throw enough uh, ice in there. Well, it'd be a really cold batch oh, of water, I think, at better. that point. But that's fine. But even better, you bring in your uh, your case of beer that you set at your seat, and they sell styrofoam coolers and bags of ice like at the concession stand, 
And that way you just go in there a little early, get people in the seats sooner. And they yeah, throw- load it up. Very <laughs> Man. I'm sure athletics is taking notes on all of this and will come up with awesome ideas for the fall, right? Here's the thing. If they're not, they're they're totally GSU in it. We should totally uh, run uh, the stadium for them. That would make more ah. sense. Like, let them handle the maintenance maintenance stuff. The game day operations should be handled by us. Well, and charge a bunch for the ice. It's fine. I'm cool with that. I guess they do yeah. it when they do the barbecue competitions. They have these little golf carts driving around selling bags of ice for like 15 bucks a pop or something ridiculous. So, yeah, I'd pay 15 bucks a, a pop to bring in um, a case of my own beer, cases of my own beer. How much beer do you bring? If you so could- what he's saying is it's a corkage fee, basically. Right. right. So, if you could for, bring for beer, if you could bring in beer to a game and you could not take it home with you, bring in what you're going to drink that day. And if you don't drink it, it gets thrown away or gets given out to the people that are uh, protesting outside after the game later on, whichever way it is. How many would you bring in a 12 pack? Would you bring And I'm, I said, I started with 12 because I know neither of you would bring in only a six pack. That would not give you, get you through the first quarter, but 12 pack, 12 pack, 30, yeah. you know, just like a keg. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, two, two uh, tall boys, six packs. That'd be a good amount. Probably six. That's not. That's not bad. I would. I would probably just wheel in like an either. I would say no less than an eighteen pack of Tall Boys for me, because I'd be giving away to people. And right. Then, that's what I was gonna say. Like, it would be cool to like have certain people bring in certain beers. You could trade each other. I could bring in some craft beers. You could bring in Miller Lite, David. Yeah, we we could. Ryan, do you could bring in your PBRs, and we could maybe we could do, do a tra- trade yeah. four for one. I don't know. Yeah. A lot there, like, and, and let the local breweries bring in their own cases of beer and start handing them out to people out there. Man, this sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I mean, there's only one local. Well, there's two local breweries, right? Eventide and uh, the other one, Halfway Crooks. Halfway Crooks. Right? Well, I was saying, well, local, yeah. I meant like it, the city of Atlanta, the state of Georgia. I mean, we the school's name is Georgia State. It's not like we're limiting it to Summer Hill and. Is is even Ty considered Summerhill? Is that in Summerhill? Uh, it's it's Grant, it's Grant Park probably, but uh, but I, I count it. See, and this could also be a money making idea for Mac because Mac could have like special deals where he's like, "All right, come into my store, buy the case of beer, and I will ship it off to Georgia State, and they'll put it in the seats for you." Guys, this is we're getting too deep, and and it, we're it's it's too good of an idea, and now Sounds, you're just yeah. teasing me. Right. Sounding tasty. I like it. Make it happen. All right. When's well, your next pack board meeting? <laughs> well, it's we're next week. We're doing a pack <laughs> board meeting next week. Uh, I think it actually may be. There you go. I think it may be before I come into this. I think it may be on Tuesday. Ah, I Live know. or are you like going in person or is it like a Zoom call? No, we're actually using my my Zoom account. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. We're using the state of Atlanta Zoom account to do All right. pack board meeting. Uh, so hopefully we don't have. You any- should uh, stream it live on Facebook. They wouldn't know, would they? <laughs> does it does it say live on Facebook? Uh, well, it says live giant, uh, but but yeah, they probably wouldn't know. <laughs> All right. Well, getting on to more Georgia State type stuff. Uh, Sporting News ranked all FBS head coaches from one to one thirty. Uh, I'm assuming you guys saw this. Tim, I'm sure you did. Ryan, did you see it at all? I asked. Nope. I ask you while you yawn. Sorry, what was it? 
I was hardly even able to hear it. I think we're in like the 90s. Is that right? Yeah. Sporting News ranked David, all FBS. What was the ranking? Sporting News ranked all FBS head coaches from 1 to 130. Uh, in Georgia State, clocks and at 98 with Sean Elliott. That's, isn't that the same place that our helmet okay. is in? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. Uh, um, Max just said the pack board does porn, and I don't know what it means, and it's got me dying. <laughs> what do you guys do when you record? Pack board does porn. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, what's going on, David? There is a reason to be on the board, is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, where's the outlet? I, I mean, I guess I, I'm looking through people, and I don't know if I want to watch this, but. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking well, about. All right. But uh, maybe it says a lot more about what Max is doing on her phone in the middle of the meeting. No, I don't think Max is even on the board. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, she's, she's on, uh, on Pornhub. She's typing in search <laughs> right now. Packboard does porn. <laughs> Just hoping. <laughs> Apparently that's a search term on Pornhub. I don't know. Maybe that's what we should start advertising. Start advertising like the pack on Pornhub. <laughs> this is definitely a last call topic. Anyhow, moving yeah. on. Moving on. Uh, so Sean Elliott ranks 98 out of 130 coaches in all of FBS, up from 114th last season. So that's I mean, it's what, I mean, so like just co- coaching. Yeah, just like the, the the coach. Yeah, ranking ranking coaches. Have you ever heard of a ranking system before? I have, but I've I, I it's it's very few and far between. I've ever heard of anything that ranks 130 things, and that they're any kind of accurate after what like 20, oh, uh, if that. But we're not going to be talked about in the top 20 of anything. So I know, and I just all right. Did they say anything nice about them? No, no. This at this point, it's just numbers. Just numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they don't even. They just. God. Did anyone? Uh, did anyone mine out on CSNBBS? Uh, like all the Sun Belt where one ranks. And... I did. I, I went through David. and I got all of our conference mates where they come in. So where do, out of the the ten Sun Belt members, where do you think Earth State ranks as far as head coaches? Top in the middle. You say top 10 or bottom 10? Bottom five, top five, bottom five. Bottom five. You would be six. Wrong. Oh, we're in the top five? All right. We are the fourth best coach in the Sun Belt. I was going to say probably four to six. That is the range of where we'd land. I think that those uh, pieces of crap down south. So we're 98. Uh, or Sean Elliott, we. Sean Elliott's 98. And... Chad Lunsford is 97. I wonder, I wonder how much of that was like, we don't know which one's which. Just put them right next to you. <laughs> Fine. I don't care. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, then It's only one year. It's only one year, David. We'll flip it this year. Yeah, so uh, any guesses on who who's the best Sunbelt coach in Sunbelt? Best head coach in Sunbelt? Louisiana head coach? I don't know. What do you think, uh, Ryan? Uh, well, App State. Well, he's a brand new coach. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably still him. So, <laughs> him nailed it. Uh, Billy Napier uh, ranked 82. 82. So, 
Cool. Yeah. I love Lafayette. I don't understand why. Because they won last year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tim, go ahead. No, I mean, last year they did really well. They got to the championship game. They're predicted to get there again this year, I think, from Athlon Sports or something. So, I mean, good for them. Well, there were three uh, American Athletic Conference coaches ranked behind us. Uh, Southern Miss is head coach. Memphis is head coach, but he's brand new this year. And Tulsa. So, I mean, that's the conference we want to be in, and our coach is already ranked better than them. So, that's yay Georgia State, right? Or not? I, I, just don't, forget. I just cannot get up for this. Like, I just – it's not in me. Wait, I said I said AAC. Southern Miss is not AAC. They're, they're, they're Conference USA. But regardless. Uh, Where is Tulsa? Is Tulsa AAC? I think so. Okay. <sighs> that place wasn't that cool. Uh, we, when we're out there for the uh, basketball tournament. I feel um, like at this point, whenever, the, whenever there's a college named after a city, I just assume it's AAC. And when it's named after, right. and like a, a a hashtag, I don't mean like uh, or not a hashtag, uh, a hyphen. Like not Louisiana Monroe is obviously not a you know that's not a Monroe is not a city. It's like a town or village or an animal. Yeah, they're they're in the American. So well, and that's oh, like man. Texas San Antonio, Texas Austin, Texas whatever. Like that's it's, a, it's sort of the same type of thing. All right. Well, then my my analogy falls to pieces. So shut up. UNC Chapel Hill. Is actually what UNC is. Yep. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there, man. All right. Well, uh, that's where Sean Elliott ranks. He's up. He, he moved up. That's the important thing, right? We're, we're getting better. Yeah. He's getting better. Improvement. That's all we can do. Right? right. How high does he get before we, uh, before he gets hired by somebody else? Or, um, well, how, how high does he get before somebody else hires him? I mean, if we keep winning and we win the Sun Belt and it's two years down the road, he's probably gone. If we stay mediocre, I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. The highest coach, the uh, Billy Napier at Ooh La La is 82. So is it 70s that get you hired somewhere else? Is it 60s that get you hired somewhere else? How high do you get before you get picked up from somebody else? Where was uh, – I mean, if you have last year's, where was – is it Scatterfield? Where was he? No, but like so, but Billy think, was not was ninety six last year. He went from ninety six to eighty two, and he didn't get picked up in this off season. Crap, it's gone. Yeah, I think um, I think you get picked up before you move to the point where you get picked up. A lot of sense. I like that. So, all right, what I got next? What I read somewhere was uh, speaking of coaches, ESPN ranked the or did coaching tiers for the group, group of five teams. So there's five tiers, which makes sense, I guess. And the Sun Belt did not place in tier one or tier two at all. <laughs> which is not super surprising once you look at their criteria. I mean, you figure you're – I was all just cut, cutting out. You guys are just laughing in general. Yeah, it's so weird, man. It's so weird. It's super weird considering the criteria. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there are five tiers. I think Look, I got dude, that. We're far. trying, but like you can't even. It's not even choppy. It's just not there. <laughs> what if you turn off your video temporarily, David, just so you could talk? 
Oh, for the upstream account or whatever? Yeah, I, I can do that. I mean, but then I can't look at your beautiful faces. You can look at our faces. You can still look at us. You just, we can't look at you. Yeah, which is uh, fine uh, with me. We're doing this thing on Facebook. Everybody on Facebook loves to see my face. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. What What did you say, though? I mean, I'm... I don't know how far back. Yeah, there, there's five tiers of college head coaches, B5, and some belt coaches don't make a tiers one or two. We're in all three, four, and five. Uh, tier three got Appy, Southern, Ulala, Arkansas State. And tier four is Georgia State and Troy. Tier five is everybody else. And what are the tiers again? So there, so there's five tiers. Um, tier four, the tier we are in, we have moderate challenges with finances, facilities, or program support, and we require a unique approach to recruiting to compete with upper tier teams. Bell eligibility is realistic, with some ten win seasons time to time, but not much sustained history of success. So we fit in tier four perfectly. Tier three, Georgia Southern's in tier three. Um, App State's in tier three. Some resource or location limitations, but not enough to make bowl games consistently. But enough to make bowl games consistently and challenge for conference titles. Wait, we've made uh, bowl games consistently. Right, but we have too many things that push us into tier four. I think I think we're like a borderline tier three, tier four. I think we have some good sustained seasons. Um, maybe show some, you know, facilities progress. Obviously, we will be. We can move up into that tier three pretty quickly in the next year or two. I what do you think, David? I think outside of our success on the football field, we fit into tier three precisely. That's that's exactly where Georgia State is. It's just we've not won a lot of games, and that's the problem. But yeah, um, the only the only thing about tier three which comes into big consideration is it says, oh, actually, no, I was gonna say not not a real candidate for Power Five expansion. No. I, we just haven't won. We haven't won at all. Other than that, I think that uh, we're definitely tier three. There's no reason to put us in tier four. Um, one of the things they said, one of the qualifications for tier four was requires a unique approach in recruiting to compete with upper tier teams in their league. Re- There's nothing that requires a unique approach to recruiting for Georgia State. The problem with Georgia State is we haven't won a lot. So you just yeah. I mean, the location, Atlanta, is great. Uh, that, that should not be a problem whatsoever at all to get kids to come here. There's no reason why kids would not want to come here other than we haven't won a lot. So I don't think that's actually a real thing. Uh, although one part of Tier 4 is they say that um, with some 10-win seasons, when was our last 10-win season? <laughs> I don't know. I think we're kind of in the middle. I think they gave us a tier four. I think you could argue that previously in our history, we required a unique approach for recruiting, but with Georgia State Stadium, I think that's been easing up. And then obviously with our facilities development, like the new arena, Convocation Center, whatever, the baseball stadium, Ryan's single-handedly going to fund on his own dime. We are set up for tier three, which is basically the ceiling for G5. The way it reads, right? I mean, this this is the all five of these tiers are G five. So I mean, there are the tier one programs. I didn't uh, put them down from the article. 
but it that is your UCF, oh, that's right. Boise State's, and Cincinnati's, things like that. Even Memphis made it into, into tier two, I believe. But um, I don't know. The thing with these deals are none of us are going to be happy. Any Sunbelt? No, no, Any Sunbelt in tier two? And we're not who? Tier two? Any Sunbelt getting the tier two or no? Oh, no. Uh, App, App State and Southern and Ula La and Arkansas State were tier three. That's the only Sunbelt teams that made it. They're the highest Sunbelt teams. So, but App I think State that, should probably be at least two. But I think a lot right. of Look at that. Look at the program. So Appy and Southern are, are newer to uh, FBS, obviously, but they have a storied career in FCS, which we think is garbage. They beat their chests about. Appy obviously has transitioned better than any school probably ever has. I don't know. Uh, Lafayette, oh, yeah. Lafayette and Arkansas State have been doing their thing for years. So that's fine. I get it. Um. So I get why they're they're putting tier three, but I think that Georgia State and maybe even Troy should be in tier three as well. I think it's just trying to break things down at another level, and I'm sure that's some blue shades on. I don't know, but I mean, I, so it seems like the top of the Sun Belt is tier three. So let's get to tier three next year, I guess, or skip all of it and move up to the AAC and get into tier two or one. Yeah, I'll take ACC that. tier one. I like that. I like that. Uh, well, that's not tiered. Doesn't matter because we're ACC. That's true. Do you guys want to talk about athletic departments or Athlon football predictions for 2020? The last part. The Predict- Sunbelt predictions or Athlon Sunbelt predictions? Yeah, predictions. Here, Ryan. What? Why does it always fuzz up on me? All right. Um, Athlon did their 2020 predictions on the football teams, and how many wins do you think that Georgia State gets predicted to have? Seven. All right, Ryan says seven. Tim, what you got? You probably looked at it. I'll go. I'm gonna go with five. Hey, what? Buddy. What kind of fan are you? Seriously, what kind of garbage prediction is that? I'm predicting what they predicted. Yeah, I know, but you got to have more faith. Seven. Eight. So they predict four and eight for uh for Ooh, good. garbage. Garbage, I tell you. Yeah, finishing uh fourth in the east for the Sunbelt Conference. Um yeah, I they have uh Lafayette beating App State in the championship game, which that's fair enough. I mean beating App State's kind of impressive, but yeah, it's uh not a lot of not a lot of love for Georgia State going into the season, which I get it. There's a oh, there's a mystery at quarterback, right? Yeah, but and based on Twitter alone, I'm liking Michael Calisandro. Like he just tweets a lot and he's funny. And so I think that uh if we win with him, it'll be a fun season. <laughs> it'll be a fun right. season with anybody. But uh yeah. He's we'll a true freshman though, right? Yeah, it's a South Carolina mm-hmm. Gatorade kid from South Carolina. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I really like it if we can if we can have him as our starter, just because like true freshman is is kind of the way to do it. Uh, but I guess uh, um, uh, um, Jamil Muhammad is also not a true freshman, right? He's like a redshirt freshman. Yeah, the Vanderbilt kid. It would yeah. be it'd be yeah. great. You still get him for four years though. 
Yeah, it'd be great to actually have a quarterback for longer than two years. Oh, am I out again? Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> I agree. Quarterback. I agree with whatever you said. Going over. And that too. Very well. <laughs> well. You guys let me know. I think it'd be great for a four-year quarterback. How about that? That'd be awesome. Like, especially if he's fantastic, like every quarterback that App State seems to get. I would love to have a four-year quarterback that's just an absolute stud, leads us to championships, brings us into prominence. Well, if I'm uh, able to be heard again, yes, that's exactly what I said. I want to have a four-year quarterback. I was just reading your mind. That's all. <laughs> I wonder if Facebook people can hear you okay. I have no idea how the, all the technology works. I can tell yeah. you guys start to fade out on me when I uh, – here to lose signal. Yeah. We're the all right. Well. Gotta get back we in the office. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so we have two updates, David. We have days until college football. Yes, seventy-four. We're getting there. Woo! Seventy-four days now. Yeah, that's it. Seventy-four. Like apparently, the first game is August 29th. I don't know who plays, but someone. But Scott Stoas doing his helmet release is only on like 82 right now. Who cares? Uh, Who cares? Well, the Scott Stoiber update, he's got 10 followers. Jesus Christ. Is he still 10? (laughs) You guys sent me that, like, what, late last week? He was was up to 10? He didn't get to 11 by now? He was 9 last week. So after one week of of, uh, State of Atlanta talking about him, he's up to 10. One, and it's not me. I didn't follow him. What is that, a 10% increase? Over a 10% increase from one week to the next. Jesus Christ. I can't believe you still just said that person's name. He he knows the the secrets just put Georgia Southern on there, and his followers will increase tenfold. Oh, don't say that, man. What is wrong with you? It's that Chipotle you you ate today. It's just making you weird. It's poison. This episode title could be could be all about how Tim likes Georgia Southern. Or, or thinks that Southern's the real GSU or something. So. Yeah, we'll wait, that, wait for that last call. I have a different That's too show. far, man. Too far. No. Uh, there was one other thing I had. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, or we can go into the – actually, there's two things, I guess. No, that's it. Uh, what do you got? The – Athletic uh, director of athletic department rating rankings. Ah. Uh, yeah, we can talk about it real quick, a little bit. Ryan, oh God, that sounds boring. Why? Why right, do you go for it, Ryan? Why do you even do this show? Everything. What athletic department rankings? Like what the? What is this? Right, we'll, we'll pick you up in August when football starts back. Wait, how do you? How do you even do that? What do they know about our athletic department? It's funny you should say that because their rankings are based off facilities, donor support, leadership alignment, brand perception, football success, men's basketball success, power five, AD potential, non-revenue sports success, and quality of life. There you go. There's a rank. There's, there's our metrics right there. Some off-season BS. Oh, of course. But I think it's like an entire website dedicated to it because it's like athleticdirectoru.com. They did the rankings. Oh, I thought it was called offseasonbulls.com. They probably have more followers than Scott Stoiber does. 
True. So, uh, so Ryan, since you're such so passionate about this, where who do you number think, one in the nation? Who do you think? Where do you, who? What Sun Belt team? This is this is by the Sun. This is Sun Belt specific. Just Sun Belt. Oh. Uh, who has the best athletic department? Uh, or I think it's I think it's desirability. I think what the ranking is is like how desirable that AD position is. Who do you think has the most desirable AD position in all of Sun Belt? It's us. It's us. The Falcons are the best job in in the country. I mean, the. I mean, <laughs> are you drunk? <laughs> uh, no, I did that on purpose. Um, no, 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 it's us. We're the number one. We're the number one athletic department in the country. All right, Tim, and who is it really? Uh, it's App State, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What do they do? What, what have they even done? They like live on a mountain. Who cares? Apparently, almost everything. What desirability? You want to go live on a fucking mountain? Oh, that, that's that's the question. So App State is most desirable. Yet Charlie Cobb left App State to go State. They do have a uh, middle of the road quality of life. If that helps you, Ryan. They're kind of mid conference quality of life. But man, everything else. I'm kind of David. I don't know about you. I looked at the ratings. I'm surprised that our facilities are ninth out of the conference. Like, I get it. Sports arena is not very good, but our football stadium is fantastic. Like, I guess once all our sports are condensed into you know Summerhill area, yeah, I maybe think- that should improve rapidly up towards the top of the conference. But ninth out of twelve. I don't know. Once well, the convocation center is <laughs> it'll be a lot better. I agree. So, all right. Look, whatever David just said, I disagree with it completely, and uh, it's probably a garbage opinion. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and cut this episode because apparently my connection is just uh, hot garbage. And we'll move on to last call, which hopefully maybe I can move over to a better signal. For that, yeah, you want to pause the whole thing and and uh, work on getting up there. We'll see what we can do. All right, are you guys good? I'm good. Are we gonna get back on Facebook after this? Uh, we'll keep the Facebook streaming, and I'll see what I can figure out uh, here. So, all right. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, thanks to uh, Ryan and Tim for being here once again, and. We're going to head over and hopefully have a better quality of stream on Last Call, where we talk about everything a little bit uncensored. And it should be interesting this week, considering how frustrated I am with how this whole went down. But anyhow, uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, you guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Cheers. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.